Hello, everybody, and welcome to the DKIT Film Review Show with uh, me, uh, Liam Donahoe, and my co-host, uh, Cedric Store. And uh, today we're going to be reviewing... We're going to be reviewing three Guy Ritchie films. We're going to be reviewing Sherlock Holmes, The Man from U.N.C.L.E., and The Gentleman. So let's get right into it. So first off, Sherlock Holmes, the oldest of the list. Um, it's the one with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. And it is a fun, fun movie. It's... It's basically Sherlock Holmes, the action film. Yeah, it's uh, it, it really is, and that's uh, it's not like trying to be more of a detective movie than it is a uh, action movie, which makes it like a lot of fun to watch. It's it's highly entertaining. Like you will not fall asleep watching this Sherlock Holmes. I'll tell you that much because it's really keeps you engaged the whole time. Uh, it's basically oh, what's the the um the uh, the case that's going on basically some guy comes back from the dead and they are trying to figure out uh how he was able to do it which is an interesting premise so it's got like it, uh, it does have its like detective bits and that kind of thing as well but it's you're not watching it for the detective bits so that's all i would uh, say I, I would say it does weave the detective bits into the action well mm. like i think one of the most iconic scenes is uh when uh, Sherlock Holmes is in the fighting pit and he goes through everything he's about to do in his head and then slaps slaps punches and knocks the dude out and it's really impressive on how he, they do it mixed like the action and uh you know Sherlock Holmes mind bit to it it is it is very well done and it's uh the, uh, the action is just uh is whoo it's really really strong like I love that I'd say uh, there's this really big um tall fella I, I don't know if you remember him cedric but it's like yeah and he's french and um he's like like this big tank and we're watching uh, robert Downey jr trying to fight him and he does it it's really really entertaining to see uh you know the tactics and how he just does it and how you know sometimes the tactics go out the window and he just has to run away you know <laughs> like i don't know i think um uh it's really really uh fun uh the action is so entertaining it's really really uh it's a really good uh oh like the boxing match scene that's also really cool yeah. that's like a proper like guy Ritchie british thing you know just like mm -hmm. all right stick him up and let's go oh very i don't know how to really describe it other than it's just um fun it's very fast-paced mm. but you it's also very clear in what's happening which i really like it that makes a good fight scene when when it's fat it's it's good uh, for a fight scene to be fast paced and uh, go fast but some films like to do it so much where the it just blurs so much you don't really can can't really clearly tell what's going on but with this uh he visualizes it first so you see what's going to happen and then you do it and you're just like oh wow this worked really well it's it's very um, very cleverly done uh and there's some action scenes that don't even involve fighting which are which are really fun like uh sherlock holmes is racing to catch up to a perp but if the perp knows who what if he sees sherlock holmes he's gonna be like oh well that's not gonna be helpful so as he's chasing the the perp sherlock holmes slowly puts on the disguise 
like puts on a fake nose, grabs a man's scarf, wraps it around him, puts on a hat, and then he does all of this while chasing the person, and then catches up and the person doesn't even recognize him, and he gets some information off of them, which is really fun and really amusing. Yeah, oh, it's 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 very very clever. It's a, it's clever for what it is, even though it's not a detective as much as it is an action movie. It's still very clever. Yeah. And uh, what um, really makes this movie uh, pop or really puts it together is the chemistry between the two leads, and that would be Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Jude Law. And I was like, I was very impressed. I thought the two of them were excellent. They really, um, oh, they really are witty and they kind of bang off each other really really well and uh i feel like watson is more of an equal to uh to sherlock more so than um other adaptations of uh him uh, which we'll talk about later on but you know i really feel like uh yeah it's like they had known each other their whole lives and that's really the point of it so I yeah think because really um the interesting thing about this is the beginning of the movie is essentially Oh, this is Sherlock Holmes's and uh, Watson's last case. So there's some animosity between them. They're 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 a bit angry at each other that one's wanting to move away from it, and then the other wants to stay in the game. Um, and the good thing is, so I mean, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes is a witty person, a witty person. But Jude Law, Jude Law's wits comes less from his fast retorts and more of a blunt, like a blunt object, like when. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is like, oh, yes, yes, quite. Uh, Jude Law just goes, yeah, but what about this? And then, you know, it's, he's very blunt. There's a very clear distinction between their wits, which I really love. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish, I wish Robert Downey Jr. could have brought that good English accent to Doolittle, and then maybe it would have been <laughs> a lot better than what it was. But, like, he's very convincing, actually. He's, he's really, really good in the movie, and so is Jude Law. But, uh, Jill, who's kind of, Iffy in the movie, Cedric. Mark Strong. Mark Strong's character. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So essentially, Mark Strong is the villain. It's he's set up very early, um, and and it's very early, so it's not exactly a spoiler. Uh, Mark Strong is sentenced to death, and then it turns out that he is alive, and they must figure out how he did it and what he's about to do, as he's this big cult leader, uh, and he convinces the others of his magical powers. Um, Mark Strong's a good actor. And he is. I think I he agree. does good mm. with what he's given, but what he's given is kind of—it's not bad. It's just pretty mediocre. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Like Mark Strong does the best he can with this thing, but it's just—it's uh, not up to his level. You know what I mean? He's a yeah. fantastic guy, but it's just not up to his level. No, like the cult, like the charismatic cult leader. Um, is a good trope uh but they don't really use it that well in this like you don't really see him like you, there's one scene where he's like like praising himself and all of his minions are like ah oh, yes but other than that it kind of falls flat like he doesn't really do much he puts them in danger like once or twice but it's sherlock holmes he gets out of it it's kind of strange no it's like really we, it's like Ah, we hear about, like, his name is Blackwood. We hear Blackwood, 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 the whole movie. But we don't really mm -hmm. see a lot of him, or we don't see him doing the whole, yeah. whole thing. It's kind of, like, more towards the end. It's like the whole middle section of the film, there's, like, none of them. And then it's, like, back up towards the end, it's like, oh, ho, he's there. Uh, 
but he's like he's probably less intimidating in the second half than he is in the beginning of the movie to be honest i don't know how how that is no i agree but i just feel that way so i do um what else that is not quite up to snuff too is the cgi in the movie oh lord they it is there it's it's very sparsely used but uh the bits of it are very very noticeable um scenes of like buildings uh, like falling apart or like a junk getting whooshed away uh it's very plastic looking yeah yeah but the the good thing is a lot of it is practical like sets and stuff like that like i I think the actual ship up until it gets like whooshed off uh, in that scene with the french guy um i think that is actually there from what i can see it seems like it's really there but the but like when it all the other stuff happens it just the stuff in between the small bits in cgi are very noticeable and you're just like oh god that's a bit you could dial it back or you could just find another way of doing it but look it's all right like as you uh we were talking about this earlier and as you said in 2009 it should have been a little bit better than the way that it is but you know i'm sure they gave all the budget to robert downey jr and jude law so (laughs) and uh Who else is in this movie? Oh, Rachel McAdams is in this movie too. She's very good, actually. Oh, yeah, she plays um Irene Adler. She's yeah. the typical. Uh, it's basically Sherlock Holmes's Bond girl. Basically, mm. she's smart. She's witty. Um, she's his equal in smartness, but kind of like the criminal version of it. Not exactly as Moriarty, but um, she's a good love interest for yeah. a character that's very eccentric yeah 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 i agree i agree but uh, she's lovely she's really well she's yeah she's a very good character she's kind of convincing that she would uh, as a thief and as a uh, as a love interest that she really does care about him. uh yeah and rachel mcadams no one better to really do the job she's a very good actress so yeah yeah she's really good in it um so how do you feel cedric to this compares to the tv show sherlock with uh, benedict cumberbatch and martin What's his last name? I forgot. Martin. I was about to say Freeman. Yes, uh, it is. It's Martin Freeman, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, I like Sherlock. It's a good show. Or first two seasons. I'm not <laughs> going to get into that. Um, but most of what they do is adapt the story from the original books uh, and then modern twist. There's a lot of that. But... Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch does a good job with uh, um, being an eccentric Sherlock Holmes. I really do love him as that. Um, I would say just about as equal as Robert Downey Jr. Where Sherlock does get bad a bit is, I like Martin Freeman a lot. He's a good actor. He's a good thing. He is much more of a bumbling idiot as watson than jude law is yeah i agree and which, that's which causes some problems yeah that's why i think this is strong i feel like they feel like they're more equal and that's like why i kind of hold this in higher esteem in that but i mean the thing is again as we've stated several times at this point this is more of an action movie and less of a sherlock holmes like thing thing so if you're looking for a proper sherlock holmes detective thing if you're looking if you just watch lives out and you just think to yourself oh sherlock holmes that's not what you're going to get. You're better off uh, watching uh, the show in that case. For the more detective kind of stuff and, you know, him and his mind palace and all that kind of stuff, 
the show is really more for that kind of thing. So, you know, if that sounds like more your kind of thing than this movie, then you should probably watch that instead. But, I mean, if you're here for a Guy Ritchie movie where it's like, ah, we're in London and ah, you know, the guys and the bear and the fights and, you know, then this is the movie for you. You should watch uh, you should, uh, you should watch the movie. But um, I agree. I, think, I will give credit yeah. to it. Um, it is an original story. Um, not that not that adapting a Sherlock Holmes story is bad, but it's nice to see something new. Like, because there, there's so many ways you can use a brilliant detective with different stories and adapting it. You've kind of seen all the stories. You know how it's going to go. Even if it this one doesn't quite hit the mark, um, it's still, I'm glad that they decided to be original with it. Yeah, me too. I agree. I, I really enjoy this movie. And I actually, um, you listeners can uh, let me and Cedric know uh, if you'd like to see us review the second one. Uh, we'd be, uh, we're both kind of intrigued to see the second one, aren't we? Yeah, so, we've, um, I've watched it before. It's a good film, but um, I can't remember much of it. So it'd be it'd be nice to uh, see if people would be interested. Yeah, in so you can leave it in the uh, comments of the Facebook post if you want to uh, hear me and Cedric uh, do the second one. We'd be happy to do that. So yeah, it's a good uh, overall Sherlock Holmes. It's very good. It's very entertaining. I really, really like it. One last Beal before we oh, move on to the next film. The score. Watch or listen to the music. Yes. The oh music. my god, I forgot about the score. Oh yes. Oh Hans Zimmer did it. I didn't know it was Hans Zimmer. It's so good. Oh I mean, it's such a classic. Even if you just like throw it on and you like feel like you're super smart and it's <laughs> it's fun to listen oh, to. Oh god, yeah. Oh, such a good score. Such a good score. Uh speaking of good score, there's another guy, Richie movie that has an excellent score and that would be the man from uncle uh well since i started talking about the score we'll just do that first but so um uh i i think the score man from uncle is excellent i've had it on my phone for years and years i don't even have the sherlock holmes score on my phone but i've listened to the man from uncle score several times like it's got this spy thing about it that's perfect it's got this bit with the flute that's just so deadly when you sneaking in. I agree. It's the most oh, it's the most sneaky I'm going into somewhere song there is. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. And then um there's a bit where like, you know, when Army Hammer gets angry, there's like a little bit of like uh you know, the Soviet kind of like uh shouting going on in the background. And I just <laughs> I love that because it just kind of gets you into the mind frame of what he is and Oh, I don't know. I think the score from Man from Uncle uplifts it quite a bit. I really, really enjoy the score from that. Definitely. But, it um, works very well. Um, it's an amazing spy film. Uh, I'm not typically a big fan of that espionage like kind of thing. Uh, this definitely made me interested in watching more movies that, that are in that setting. Like you're hooked it does from such the minute a good it job starts, aren't you? Like the minute yeah. it starts, you're so hooked. You're just like, oh, wow, this is going to be something else and it really does it holds that action uh, for the most part like throughout the whole movie i think it really oh it really keeps you on the edge of your seat a lot of the time and um even though it does have slow parts they feel necessary you know they feel really uh, important <laughs> and um i think the whole story uh, overall of the film is quite a oh it's really entertaining and it's really really smart and it works super well for a spy movie they they do a good job with 
the setting. Uh, I really like the time period. It's in the middle of a Cold War. Um, so America and Russia aren't the happiest with each other, but they're forced to work together when terrorist organizations come. And it, it's it's a, the chemistry between Cavill and Army Hammer being like enemies to friends is such a good turn. I love it so much. God, yeah, me too, me too. It, it, oh, and they are, oh, their chemistry, their kind of like banter yeah. is hilarious. It's so great. They're absolutely class together. Like, well, they're two very good actors to begin with. But um, oh, something important to say actually. My dad is not a big fan of Henry Cavill, right? He re- he just <laughs> thinks, oh, he's Superman in every movie. Like we watched uh, Mission Impossible Six and. Uh, he was the only complaint he had about the whole movie, which is ridiculous because it is, he's fantastic in that film. But, you know, he said, watching this movie five minutes in, he says, oh, man, guys, actually, this is like way different to what he usually does. I'm fully in for it. So, I mean, that's great. So um, I think uh, the two of them are excellent. Henry Cavill, as an American, I swear to God, I wouldn't have thought he was a British actor for two minutes in my whole life. He's just. I, I was actually. I had to look it up again. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's British. Yeah, and mm. uh, Army Hammer, of course. He's a. He's such an underutilized actor. He really. I agree. He's really impressive guy. in this film. Mm. He is. A, he has a really good physical presence to the film. He's big, uh, and you can tell like he just has weight on screen, not just oh. both physically and the uh, acting wise. Weight on screen. That's um, a good one. I like that. Yeah. Uh, but Cavill, Cavill is good as basically American James Bond light, and Army Hammer, Army Hammer has Army Hammer's character has some genuine like heart to it. Like at first, at first you see him in the first mission, uh, he is the the villain that Cavill is going against. So you think, oh, this is just a really strong uh, Russian dude, uh, and then as you get more and more into him, as they have to work together. You realize he has much more uh, depth to his character, which I really loved. Oh yeah, no, uh, I think the two of them together, are, uh, and then with Alicia Vikander, the three of them actually were had some fantastic power. Like um, she's she. Does you go first? <laughs> she does good as you. At first, she's kind of like this. Uh, you think she's like this uh, damsel in distress, like love interest kind of thing, but she definitely shows true really really good acting chops and um she's overall just a really good presence in the film she's pretty funny too yeah she is and i love that oh the thing that's like is it a thing or isn't it a thing that army hammer and her have going on it's oh it's really well done it's kind of it's like there's not enough there but you're like i wish there was enough there or you're like oh please be enough there you know oh it's 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 very well done it's very very cool uh she's very good in the movie i forgot it was her and uh i don't know she's an excellent actress uh and she does yes. a really good job and i hope to see her in more stuff i haven't seen her in anything for a while but um i'm sure she'll pop up again sometime soon um other character wise um i think the main villain yes is very very well done oh yeah uh, there well technically there's two villains but one of them is it's a husband and wife and the husband's a bit forgettable, 
but the wife's character is very intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. She's yeah. fantastic. She was um she was in her actress was in Widows and was in um uh Guardians of the Galaxy. Like she's she's a very good act she's quite good. Uh she's like up and coming in Hollywood now at this stage. But uh oh wow, she was she just seemed really mean. <laughs> you know, like pretty intimidating. <laughs> Like, yeah. um, even when she, like, first meets Henry Cavill and they're, like, she's Whoa. talking about how he's light with his fingers. She's not, like, giving out to him. She's saying, like, fair play to you. You're as bad mm -hmm. as I am, you know? Uh, yeah, she's... You can really get a sense of cunning from her, which I like. Mm. It makes a good spy villain. She's a very good spy villain. And there, uh, there needs to be more female villains, like, like that in spy movies, actually. I, I definitely agree. Yeah. She's, um... She's very impressive. Um, yeah. And uh, the well, we talked about the action a little bit, but like it is, uh, it is so good. I mean, that first car chase between um, the two, like Henry Cavill and Henry Hammer, is unbelievable. It's really, it's... really, it's really, really tense. It's really, really like you don't you. You kind of want the American to win, but the Russian guy is really, really good. But you kind of want the Russian guy to win because he's trying so hard, you know? And it's oh, it's got this really good energy to it. Uh, actually, that's a great way of describing the movie. It's got a lot of energy going on, you know? Like, you 100%. know, Henry Cavill being smooth and, like, you know, being the thief. And then you've got the Russian guy, uh, you know, he's trying to hold his uh, frustration. And there's some really good moments where it's, like, can he handle it and then he doesn't and then it's just like oh oh it's just yeah and like even at the end where they have like this uh chase scene in the car i was kind of like thinking oh no the movie's kind of gonna slump a bit here but no it was actually a pretty good car chase scene and um not gonna spoil the ending but the ending um i was kind of like oh no it's over a bit too soon and then they're like oh yes there's a little bit more going on i was like oh that was good i didn't want the movie to be over just then and it wasn't over just then. I was happy. I was like, okay, give me a little bit more. Yeah. I, overall, this, I, I find very little flaws from Man From Uncle. Yeah, same it's here. It's just such a and, fun spy movie. And I cannot understand why it got so much flack at the time. I really don't. But, I mean, look, I mean, people have it out for Guy Ritchie in Hollywood for whatever reason. Uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, look, well, uh, it was a fantastic film. Me and Cedric will highly recommend it. Uh, would you say it's the best of the three films we've watched in this episode? Um, I I would definitely have to say, um, Sherlock Holmes is it's fun. It's a good take on Sherlock. Um, but comparatively, action wise, humor wise, like smarts wise, I feel like uh, Man from Uncle nails it in every single category. Cool, cool. I'm not quite sure if. Uh, if I think it's uh, when we get on to Gentleman, I don't know if it's quite as good as Gentleman for me, but it's fairly close now. It really is. Uh, I think it's uh, it's amazing. It's oh, I definitely recommend it. It's on Netflix, isn't it? Is that how you watch it? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, both Sherlock Holmes and Man from Uncle are on Netflix. If anyone is willing to give them a watch, and you can get a uh, the Gentleman on uh, the digital. You can buy it there, or you know, by other means. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, so, anyways, we should get on to that, uh, to our third movie, which is uh, The Gentleman, which is basically about um, 
uh, Matthew McConaughey. Well, I don't remember his character's name. <laughs> so it's, it is Matthew McConaughey, essentially playing Matthew McConaughey. And he runs this whole kind of uh, weed kind of uh, business. Dealership. Yeah, weed dealership, yeah. weed business in, uh, in England. And uh, he tries to, uh, try to sell it off to a wealthier person so that he can retire. But there's a journalist who has been observing all the actions that uh, him and his business have been doing and has... <laughs> And has wrote a screenplay on the entire thing. So <laughs> <laughs> he goes to sell it to uh, his secondhand man. But um, is he going to take the deal and the money and to keep his mouth shut and give him a script? God only knows. Um, I think this is this is definitely where our opinions differ. Yes, um, it does. Guy Ritchie's, Guy Ritchie's films are known for their their high wits, their, their witty films, they're smart, they're they're fun. They have a lot of humor to them. And I feel like um, he was a bit too self-indulgent with this film. I feel like there's just too much of it compared to the rest. I, I'll get into that further. I, I don't but, uh, 100% agree with that. I think it is self-indulgent, but I think in not like the wrong ways. I think it's self-indulgent the way that kind of winks and nods at the audience. And less of a way that's like, oh, I'm Guy Ritchie and I'm great. More like a way of... I'm a, you're watching something that you know somebody is taking a long time to make and is putting a lot of effort in, but I want you to know that I put a lot of effort into it. You know what I mean? That's how I see it when, with some of the self-indulgence, not all of it, but some of it, I, w- I would say that. I mean, before, like you said, he, so the informant is, uh, or the journalist is like, uh, give me money or uh, your secrets are out here. But the entire time, he's like, I made a script about this. Isn't this so good? Isn't this script about this movie that is being made right now is so awesome? It, it's too meta. Like, it's just like, we get it. It's cool. It's good. Move on. No, uh, well, you see, like, uh, I think being, you know, a film student, I think it's quite nice to see it in a film that somebody has written something. That, and I know it is the movie that we're watching, but it's still really cool to have somebody writing a script and to, you know, it's very relatable. It's like, I want to do that or I am doing that. And you're, uh, you know, you always want to tell your friends about it in some sort of way. And you want them to see it the way that it is in the movie. You know what I mean? And that's how I feel like it also uh, works in the film. But yeah, no, I, I think that's really nice. I really, I love to that be, part to it. To be fair to him, uh, he, the only reason self his, the self-indulgence works, at least somewhat for me, is he's a good director. Like, the stuff is good, even if it is too much for me at times. But one, one thing that is good, regardless of our opinion of it, all of the actors, literally every single one. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think, um, I feel like uh, Hugh Grant was also a man, man from Uncle, and uh, we didn't mention that just there now, but he was, and he was quite good in it, but um, he didn't yeah. really get a chance to, like, shine, really. He was just kind of there at the end, you know? But um, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Guy Ritchie saw Hugh Grant and he saw Charlie Hunnam in uh, uh, the King Arthur one that's not meant to be very good either. And he was like, okay, I failed you guys. Now I'm going to put you in this film where you can really make it work. <laughs> and then uh, I have to say, the two of them 
I think are excellent. I love I love Hugh Grant's accent. I love the way he uh, he's just so I love the way I wait to, how witty he is. He's just kind of it suits this kind of snively character who's going around poking his nose in other people's business. So I think that Matthew McConaughey yeah. Matthew McConaughey is like the big the big dealer and thing. Mm. But honestly, it feels like Hugh Grant's character was the main character, mm. if you get what I'm saying. He's constantly there. He's the one who basically most of the film is a recap of him explaining how he got all the information to um, Charlie character, which is it, it was good. I, I liked it, and he was really funny in doing it. Yeah, um, I I did yeah. like Matthew McConaughey though. He has a again, uh, what would you say? He's got weight on the screen, uh, and yes. he really does. It it works. He's got a really good kind of. I'm the boss and I know what I'm talking about and you should listen to me. And he really feels like he has everything under control and he's got the whole thing cracked. And actually, um, on the story of the film, I would like to say, I think what I like about this, because I've seen Snack, uh, some people are going to be like, uh, tell me after this episode probably, it's like, oh, he hasn't seen Snatched. That's why he likes this, like, really probably the best Volga and Richie movies. No, I have seen Snatch and I really love Snatch, but I... I do think this film is a little bit better than that, in my opinion. But I think this is more realistic. I think the whole thing, the whole idea of what Matthew McConaughey talks about is so close to being real. Like, it's all really well thought out that it seems like it could actually happen. And I really like that. Like, there's a really good line that he gives that um, there's a cocaine dealer in the other gang. And he says... um, my stuff will only like uh you know it's illegal but it only kind of uh makes people relaxed or whatever it doesn't kill anybody like cocaine does or heroin does and that's uh that's very true about the weed business you know it is true and i'm just i really really think uh he is very good in this movie and story is really good i i don't i lumped the two together there but uh i just wanted to add that in a bit of a smaller character that uh, I really, I think, stood out to me the most was uh, Colin Firth's character. Farrell. Colin Farrell. Farrell. No. Colin Firth's a British yeah, actor. Colin Farrell's Cedric. character <laughs> is so good. Mm. He's essentially, so his big his deal is he's the coach. He coaches like um, these street gangs of kids to become better fighters and better at like taking things and stuff. And his, his like introduction scene is basically he's at a cafe or not a cafe. I don't like a, a takeaway. A fish and, yeah, takeaway shop. Uh, and the, he's he makes fun of this this group of kids that are clearly up to no good right in front of their face, and then just basically slaps their knives away uh, and makes fun of them the entire time. But then you realize that the entire time he was doing it, he was just testing their skills, and he essentially he's like recruits them to his gang. Which was actually really fun to see. Yes. Oh, I love Colin Farrell. I love this gang too. His gang were great. Like, oh, the music yeah. video was just hilarious. Yeah, so oh they, my they, God. Film, they film their crimes and put the music video to it, which is absolutely absurd and hilarious. Yeah, oh, it's 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 very too fun. Oh, if you listen to the lyrics, like, I, I've heard it once or twice <laughs> uh, since, and it's just like, oh my God, my name's Ernie. Right hand's fast with the left hand sturdy. <laughs> and then there's like, uh, here's Eggs Betty. Uh, 
Man's legs got cracked when his legs went jelly. <laughs> I'm just like, this is hilarious. Like, it's really, really good. It's, it's, it, oh, it's a really good, um, no. I think, um, it's a really good film overall. But, of course, um, we have so, some problems with it. But, yeah. uh, before I do get to that, I'll say, I really enjoy the humour. I think the humour in the film is, is excellent. I think it's a really funny movie. Now, I think it kind of harkens back a little bit to older kind of British comedy where they just used to blatantly, like, insult each other. Uh, like, um, straight up, just be like, well, you know what? You're as... Well, I can't say it on the radio, but you know... <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? That kind of way. Yeah. And I know there's, like... There is bits of, like, subtle racism where there's like there's one particular bit where they're in a boxing ring and they say that um uh, he says uh there's a black guy that colin farrell is talking to and he says uh uh come up here you black c word and then it's like uh and it does go on for a little bit long but i do think very long but i do think that scene is kind of funny because i i do I don't think it's there's no harm in it you know i don't think there's any kind of you know uh harm towards the the race or the people it's just kind of the way that it's done that it's kind of you know it's not trying to you know annoy anybody or hurt anybody it's just kind of playful banter and not going past any you know harmful remarks in my opinion see and uh, from what I got of it, um, there is a, well, first off, some of the other rival dry, drug dealers are uh, Chinese. Um, so there is, while most of it is just casual racism, when there's so much of it, it kind of gets like, all right, that like that first jab at them was kind of funny. But when it's just repeated jabs and repeated jabs, you're a bit... This is this is kind of bordering too much, um, and back back to the humor in general. Well, well, again, some of it's funny. It, it just goes over too much. Um, I love Guy Ritchie humor. My biggest problem, and I think this is the other films that we've watched pointed it out to me the most. Well, in Sherlock Holmes and in Man from Uncle, uh, there is witty banter between the the main actors and stuff. The difference between this and those films are, it's a different kind of wit. Like I said earlier, Robert Downey Jr.'s is the, you know, classic, like, um, swarmy wit to it. Um, and Jude Law's is much more blunt wit. He's just like, he'll straight up say something and that leaves uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character dumbfounded. Every single person in this film has the same witty humor. And while it's funny at first, it really just keeps chipping away at you. And that's why, that was my biggest problem with this film. Fair enough. You feel like there's no yin to the yang, kind of. It's just kind of... Um, 100%. Yeah, I get you. I get it's, without without a straight character, um, if everyone's clever, no one's clever. And it really felt like that. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I didn't see that, but I, uh, I understand where you can get that from. Um... Uh, another thing, I, something I have a problem with uh, in the movie uh, is its representation of women. 
I think there's one character. Yeah. It's um, uh, Matthew McConaughey's uh, wife, uh, Michelle Dockery. Uh, she's um, she starts in the movie portrayed as kind of like a badass, kind of like okay. Uh, I've owned this kind of like car uh, shop, and I bring in ladies to be mechanics to help out because I don't need to uh conform to any sexist things i'm like oh that's really nice that's really cool but um they don't do anything with that to begin with uh for most of the movie matthew she is just matthew mcconaughey's wife she doesn't really do anything that really affects the business and furthermore there's a scene like later on the film where uh she's cornered by uh, one of the gang members in her office and she's yeah she shoots him in the head uh one of the guys oh sorry that's a spoiler but look doesn't matter um it'll be fine look it's not a big deal anyways uh and then it kind of uh but then uh what happens is it kind of diverges into a into a uh like uh, sexual assault scene yes yes it's kind of about to be a rape but then you know something happens that doesn't happen and I, it, it kind of just ruined her character. It kind of just puts her in this kind of thing of she's more the damsel in distress than uh, anything. I think that kind of sucked because I think it was would have been really cool in a Guy Ritchie movie to have a strong woman who was like really, uh, you know, make a difference in the story. And it's a shame that uh, they kind of went down that route with her but look i mean that's the way yeah. it is mm. so yeah the, the the sexual assault scene it it I, that really that really took me out i was just like and the the problem with it is it's not even it's in it's being retold by hugh by hugh's character um and he's ba- like it's basically uh charlie's character uh, it's like, oh, that didn't happen. Like he, he, it's he's an unreliable narrator, so you don't really know what happened. So the fact that it wasn't even specifically happened, it wasn't like what you call it. You made really makes you go, did you really need to have that in? Did you really? Um, and actually, I didn't really notice the the problem with uh her character at first, but then looking at Man from Uncle, uh, Alicia Vin. Bikander, Bikander. Yeah. her character she does things and the, yeah. the bad guy she does things um and matthew mcconaughey's the head so he's obviously doing witty things and like interesting things and all of his henchmen are doing things but then you've got this powerful who's supposed to be a powerful uh uh chop shop lady she doesn't do anything powerful like it's mostly just be like all right hey here's a woman she does cool things. We're not going to show them, but mm. she does. And it that does bother me a bit. Mm. It's poor representation, like you said. Yeah. Are you going to go into self-indulgence? Um, I feel like I, I've talked about his over-reliance on the wit. and. Um, All right, that's fair enough. Then. Yeah, like I said, Hugh, Hugh's character like talks about filmmaking and things like that, and you can tell he's kind of like this weird self-insert character that you're just like, do you really need this guy, Richie? Yeah. Do you really? <laughs> Funny puns. <laughs> um, 
Well, yeah, I think as a, uh, uh, compared to, yeah, compared to Snatch, I think this is more realistic to me. Uh, even though Snatch is kind of a realistic scenario, uh, in a sense, um, I don't know. There's something about uh, the gentleman that just kind of, I don't know, appeals more to me. I just kind of think it's more, uh, I like the self-indulgence. Uh, Snatch has got a good bit, like, I know you haven't seen it, Cedric, but Snatch has no. a bit less of that kind of thing. Um, it's more kind of like, uh, I was talking about this with my dad uh, yesterday, and he says he likes Snatch because there's a lot, it's a lot more of just crazy stuff happening. Uh, to uh, and crazy scenarios happening all in this one crazy story and this feels like more like it's grounded in a lot of stuff that's sort of funny but it's not really uh, too far from reality and I like it more because of that and he likes Snatch more because it's like that Um, so I don't know it gets compared to Snatch but I don't know if it's quite like that not to me anyway I think it's more uh I don't know. I feel like it's its own thing, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, 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 over... I would definitely recommend this film. I I think overall I enjoyed it. It's just it got too much sometimes. I think it was just it thought of itself too highly. Fair it enough. Really takes you out. Fair enough. I other than my one problem with it, I think this film is excellent. I love this movie. I think it's the perfect. I uh, I. <laughs> I think it's the perfect pint movie. You know, you sit down with the boys, you put on the gentleman, and it's a Guy Ritchie movie. You know, there's like pulling pints and pulling punches and uh, guns, and you know, it's just the kind of movie you just sit down, and you're just like, all right, let's do this. And you know, if you think that sounds like it's up your alley, then you should probably go ahead. Uh, yeah. What do you think of Guy Ritchie as a director overall, Cedric? Um. So before this, I've only ever watched Sherlock Holmes uh, and its sequel. Um, I really love his style. He's he's smart. He's got good dialogue. He's he knows how to write an action scene really well. Um, I would definitely recommend uh, at least Man from Uncle or Sherlock Holmes to a person who wants to yeah learn to how start his style yeah is. Sherlock Holmes is yeah. a good jumping off point uh, or Snatch obviously like Snatch is the go to one. Uh, usually, but I think Sherlock Holmes is good to kind of get you eased into the whole thing. Um, I have another question for you, Cedric, and I don't think you're going to yes. like it. But because you think Guy Ritchie is such a great uh, director, would you ever give Aladdin a chance? <laughs> the remake? Oh, oh, Aladdin. Um, I would... Um, from what I've heard of Aladdin, it doesn't really uh defer it like it doesn't really it seems very by the books is from what i've heard of it and it doesn't seem like one that from what i've seen it doesn't seem like something that really lends itself to guy ritchie's filmmaking um i don't know if i'd be willing to give a chance i'm not a big fan of the big reboot trend uh so i'd be willing to give snatch a try but i don't think aladdin is still my cup of tea fair enough fair enough uh, i'm very disappointed <laughs> no i'm kidding uh, i liked aladdin i thought aladdin was good i have seen it and i i did think um I, I liked it it's yeah it's not his usual style definitely not 
But I think it's nice that, you know, he took up something different and he did something good with it. I thought it was very good. Uh, but uh, I, you know, you have love for the original film, though, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 well, not as much as others. It's, it's definitely lower on my Disney uh, list, but uh, I, I do, I do enjoy the original. Yeah, Aladdin. I, I, I really don't have much thing for the original Aladdin, and therefore I think this one is a little bit better in my opinion. But it's not like a five star film or anything. But it's good. It's good. I would, uh, I would watch that. It's, it's pretty good. But um. Yeah, uh, I guess that concludes our uh, yeah. Guy Ritchie-themed episode of uh, the DKIT Film Review Show. Um, uh, if you have a different favorite Guy Ritchie film, make sure you let us know. Yes. Might, uh, definitely give it a check and see if it's worth uh, going for a review. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, let us know what you think of any of the movies that we've talked about uh, in the comments too. We'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, uh, anything that uh, what do you think? <laughs> so next week, the movies we're doing are uh, The Invisible Man, uh, The Man They Killed, Don Quixote, and the highly anticipated movie, <laughs> Scoob. So uh, tune in next week, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully you enjoyed today's show. Uh, make sure you all stay safe. Uh, uh, the lockdown is starting to probably ease up by the time you're hearing this, so that's good. Uh, and um, hopefully we're providing you with some little entertainment that you can enjoy yourself with. Uh, thank you, Cedric. Uh, thank you. Uh, and, um, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Yes, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Uh, this has been Liam Donahoe and, and Cedric Store. And we are signing off. Bye. Bye. And cut.